Watts. She held residence in your cosy Compton Street love nest at one time, did she not? Colour blazed in his father's face. He made a strangled sound. She's dealing cards at the Velvet Nook these days. I do believe you ruined her for other men. He meant that literally. It must have been about Marjorie Potts's time that the philandering men of the Tall had figured out they had no wish to take up with his father's leavings. She asked me to pass on her greetings, by the by, and tell you that she'd rather die in a gutter than come back to Compton. His father hissed like a steam valve about to release. His flush grew dangerously deep. James watched enjoying the sweet, smooth flood of satisfaction starting to run in his veins. Ungrateful, unnatural son. Now, now, he interrupted, do not cast aspersions upon my mother's good name. The gossips would surely rejoice if I called you out, but I don't believe you would enjoy the experience. The Viscount fought to control the fury bubbling just beneath his florid surface, even as Vickers gloried in his struggle. This, this was his life's work. Once he'd been a blind fool, believing that duty and family honour comprised his purpose. Now he knew better. He was the silent witness to his father's sins, the constantly pricking thorn in his sire's side, and he'd developed an inventive knack for the work. Wicked ingrate! His father pointed a shaky finger at him. You disgrace your name with every breath you take. Bad enough you must spend your life rolling about the gutters. I'll thank you to stay far away from anyone associated with me. He whirled on his heel and stalked off. Frowning, Vickers watched him until he was lost in the crush. What about that little exchange had shaken his father so? They'd had far more acrimonious encounters in the past. "'Good heavens!' Hestia said from behind him. "'I haven't seen him so angry since our friendship first began.' "'Yes, it's been too long since I've touched a real nerve.' And, as always, his father's anger fueled his own. Hestia, thanks to all the powers that be, had shown him how to tame the beast— pulled him from the brink of destruction, and taught him how to focus his fury, so that it did not destroy himself or others. But the old rage still lurked in the basement of his soul. "'Not for lack of trying, surely,' Hestia said with a grin. "'What did you do to rile him up?' "'I'm not sure,' Vickers mused. "'I think perhaps he's annoyed that I've had contact with a couple of his old mistresses.' He flashed Hestia a grin. You know what that means. Do I? It means that now I must speak to them all. His chuckle lacked humour. God knows the list is long enough. I should be able to annoy him all season long. Hestia gazed thoughtfully after the old man. Be careful, my dear. Something tells me there's more here than meets the eye. Vickers grinned. Good. I've been quietly humiliating him for too long. And now? Hestia asked. Hmm. James still stared thoughtfully after his father. 
Now I find I'm in the mood to create a scandal. The very image of propriety. That is what you must project this season. Miss Adelaide Stockton jumped when her great-aunt Delia poked her in the side. Listen now, my young miss. You've looks enough. That picture of innocence you portray is appealing to many men, and you're prettier overall than most of these hen-wits. She gestured, and nearly struck a passing gentleman with her quizzing-glass. It was getting to be a tight fit in Lady Dalton's crowded ballroom tonight, even in the matron's corner, where they sat on spindly chairs and watched the dancing. But your dowry is merely adequate, no inspiring amount, and you've your mother's sins to live down. Addie bit back a protest. Her mother had been in love and acted accordingly, which didn't count as a sin in her book.